to get you all, all acquainted with um, kinds of attention. And I think this is going to be really helpful when uh, describing states of consciousness, because sometimes like it's I think it's very common for people to say like they don't know in what way their state of consciousness is different, but it's clearly different. They just don't realize that the thing that has changed is the quality of their attention, because maybe the smells, the tactile sensations, the audio are pretty much the same. There's no obvious like visual distortions, but there's something different. And uh, sometimes, yeah, if you introspect and you have a little bit of kind of like a sense of how attention can vary, you will realize that's the way in which it's changed. It has changed. So um, naively, you know, most people think of attention as, oh, whatever you have your focus on. And there may be like a, just a one dimensional. It's like, oh, how well can you focus? Might be kind of people's naive conception of what attention is. But as I will show you, there's actually a whole universe of ways in which attention can be modified, can be played with and worked with. And it has enormous, enormous effects on how your experience unfolds. At a very, very, very high level, one very important insight a lot of people don't realize is that essentially whatever you pay attention to gets energized and gets stronger. And so if you think of like, okay, some, somebody who tends to focus on the negative, Subjectively, actually, they may think, well, I focus on the negative, so it goes away. So I, you know, I figure it out or I treat it or something. In practice, though, focusing your attention on things actually starts making connections and it starts doing what we call like local binding. Essentially, what you pay attention to gets bound to whatever you had just paid attention a moment ago. Um, and th this is not only sequential, but only also as well. Um, when you pay attention to two things at once, essentially they start to synchronize and become one. So that is like the very, very first thing I want you to, um, to kind of like have a little exercise on, which is like, um, kind of like settle down, um, for a few, for a few moments and essentially pick, choose two parts of your body. Just for example, what I'll do is like to focus on my two hands. Um, and just try to not, rather than like flicker your attention from one to the other, imagine that you can lay your attention on both parts at the same time. And then just try to keep your attention there. And we're going to be doing that for a couple minutes. And I want you to be really sensitive to how the sensations change as a function of how well you can keep your attention simultaneously on both parts of your body.
Yeah, so you, you might notice that vibrations in one way or another kind of synchronize with each other wherever you pay your attention simultaneously. In fact, that's also almost like a thermometer of how uh, concentrated you are, how quickly vibrations become synchronized. Now, something else you can play with, with uh, attention is whether you're putting a lot of effort into it or whether the effort is light. So one way of describing it is whether you're applying stress or pressure or whether you have kind of a light touch. So I wanted to kind of uh, play with like intensifying the tension, making more stressed or making it more light, which is an important variable. Now, without, without tensing your muscles, without tensing your muscles, I want you to when you to try to put really a lot of effort for just a brief moment on your attention in whatever two parts of your body you're you're focusing on just to just to see how how high how strong your attention can be just just for a moment and then relax Now, something you may notice or may, may not have noticed, but it's pretty, pretty generally the case that when you try to really intensify attention, is unless you're in a very high level of absorption, it's very difficult to do it in a per perfectly smooth way. Usually, it kind of goes in a rhythmic way. You get kind of these rhythmic bursts of intense attention. I want you to try to make it smooth. Try to just make a wave of attention rather than kind of a rhythmic probing and see, see what that results in.
Yeah, something you might notice is the rhythm with which you apply your attention sort of gets stamped on what you pay attention to. Usually we think, well, if I were to do a Fourier decomposition of the sensations that get to me, um, yeah, there, there will be a spectrum, but we don't usually realize, at least it's not common in our culture, to realize there's also kind of an, an inner metronome that is modifying the rhythm with which you pay attention to things. And now I want you to be very, very cognizant of your inner kind of vibe, inner rhythm, and how that modulates the emotional tone of any object of perception. Pag, you might notice that the kind of stimuli, the kind of perceptual objects you're attracted to tend to be those that match your inner rhythm because that generates a co-consonance. They are consonant together. So it's not true that we always gravitate towards you know, smooth and pleasant patterns because if your inner rhythm is very irregular, it's actually kind of a jarring, like it's difficult to synchronize with them. So now pay attention to kind of like what kind of external rhythm, your inner rhythm is uh, pushing you towards or is uh, attracting you to. Now let, let go of the two parts that uh, I asked you to focus on. And what we're going to play with is this variable, which is the geometry of your attention. So first of all, there's the, the classic one point, one point attention. This is kind of like where the attention field lines, so to speak, all converge in just one point. Now, Try to make it happen right in front of you. Just one point right in front, as, you, as if your soul was a tiny point in front of you and all of your world is just collapsing into that one tiny point. You will notice that depending on your inner inner rhythm, 
these tasks will be more or less successful. It really requires a very steady, very smooth inner rhythm to prevent the, the single point to not become like a blob or become a irregular space. So in a sense, how much you can center your attention to a single point is also a kind of thermometer of your inner rhythm. It's a reflection of your inner rhythm. So now something also to play with is, rather than having the whole world kind of send its attention towards the, the point in the center, as if like the whole world was looking at that point, you can flip it around and instead sort of be that point and instead look out everywhere. You are the point and you're sending your attention everywhere at once. kind of inverting the direction of the field lines, so to speak. Notice how that changes the quality of the stress, the, the strain and pressure of your whole world. Almost like negative pressure, almost. Now we're going to do the same, but rather than a point, make it a line, a horizontal line that goes from the point at infinity in your left and moves all the way to the point at infinity in the right. And your attention tries to homogeneously spread out across that line, experience that line all simultaneously. This is, of course, also a kind of thermometer because if you can spread it homogeneously, that indicates you're very, very concentrated. So all the attention field lines kind of converge asymptotically on this line at infinity in both directions and in front of you. Notice how that changes the, the geometry of your whole world, how your whole world changes its orientation, its vibratory modes because you're becoming a line so to speak or your every part of your world is observing that line at once how the emotional feel is very different
almost kind of like an, an alien way of, of feeling. Being a lion. Now, now we invert it again. From the lion, you pay attention to your whole world. Almost kind of the, for the math people here, the, the complement of that line. Like you're, that line is the surface of the world and from that surface, you're looking at the rest of your experience. Notice also how that has, has some kind of kind of releasing effect, some, some negative pressure quality. All right, let go of the line. Now we're going to try a plane. To make it very, very simple and symmetrical, imagine there's a, <laughs> there's a plane that is sort of cutting your, your body in half with the uh, front of you being one half and the back of you another half is just, the line is just going right through you, segmenting the world in two and try to pay attention to that plane, so be that plane. Now again, from that plane, be that plane and look at the whole world from it. Invert the lines, invert the lines. Now I want you to take that plane and rotate it around, translate it around, and notice how anything that plane touches almost kind of gets illuminated. It highlights it. You know, you can feel cross-sections of your body. I very, very playfully and lightly just let that plane go through you in several different ways, kind of slice and dice you and notice how that, that is kind of a tool you can use to highlight different parts of your body without losing any one of them. So a way to, to feel your whole body, kind of this like plain body scan. Now let go of the plane. We're going to do volume now. <laughs> Take a snapshot of the present and 
feel the whole volume, just the whole volume all at once. Make that the object of attention. Try to spread your attention into the entire volume of your world. Notice that when you can experience kind of the gestalt, the whole world as a volume, rather than breaking it down into parts, into lines, into points, planes, or other objects, if you can feel the spaciousness, the whole volume, there's a, also an emotional quality to that. There's a sense of relief or, or, or wholesomeness, of feeling fulfilled almost feeling full embodied Now we're going to go one more dimension, which is pay attention to the whole volume, but also over an interval of time, like a 4D object that you're, you're becoming, you're paying attention all at once. Not like snapshots, not one volume, one volume, one volume. But capture the moment, the flow the spatio-temporal embodiment of your world. Make that the object of attention. Little Slices of life, slices of spatiotemporal life. Okay, now we're gonna let go of that. And just to simplify things, let's go to the very, very, very standard. This, this was kind of walking you through like possible geometries of, of how your attention can converge as, as it were. Now, just a very, very standard spotlight of attention, kind of this focusing on little regions of your, your world. 
One thing you can modulate on the spotlight of attention is whether it's diffuse or whether it's clear, whether it's crisp. So first try to make it very, very diffuse, very fuzzy and place that spotlight in different parts of your body, different parts of your hearing space, different parts of your inner visual field. Notice the effect that this diffuse attention has on your world. Almost like kind of cloudy or misty, but without losing contact with what you're paying attention to without being blunting just just kind of soft and, and cloudy Now, slowly, so it's not too abrupt, slowly turn that cloudy, diffuse attention into a sharp, clear, crisp, high resolution sort of lamp, almost like a laser. But don't do it too fast, just make a natural transition to it. Notice the effect that sharpening the attention has. Now notice how, how in a way, whenever you place your very sharp, very clear spotlight of attention, whatever properties you pick out, spread out. Almost as if you're reflecting those properties to the rest of your world simulation. So again, whatever you pay attention to gets stronger, not only right there but also because it gets broadcasted to everywhere else notice this kind of broadcasting effect it becomes more available to the rest of your world simulation to be interacted with to be played with
whatever you pay attention to makes your world, makes your world. Now, the last little bit of uh, exercise here is going to be notice the thing that is being affected by the attention. We, we can call it the field of awareness. It's everything, everything you're not paying attention to, sort of the complement of attention. So you can kind of factorize or segment your world into what you're paying attention to and the field of awareness that is receiving that attention. That's kind of a, a wake of it. It's, it's echoes, it's getting impacted by it, but, but you're not paying attention to it. It's just, just receptively experiencing it. Now, for the last last couple minutes, I want you to want you to let go of attention entirely and just be the field of awareness. Whenever you notice you're paying attention to something, the quality of attention, let it go, let it go, and just be awareness, as as they say, awareness being aware of itself, but without attending to itself without collapsing into anything just just awareness vastness of awareness Awareness without an object.
You don't need to do anything because awareness is already aware of itself. Now, yeah, on your, your own time, you can slowly tune back into normal awareness, no, normal attention, and open your eyes with your own rhythm, and I'm going to close down this meditation. <laughs>